You are absolutely going to love the episode today. I cannot wait for you to listen to it. If you're female, you need, need, need to listen to this episode, so stay tuned. But before we get into the episode, I have to give you some details on the Fit Vibe Tribe. So if you have not heard of the Fit Vibe Tribe yet, if you're not in it yet, what are you doing? You have to get inside of there, inside of here. It's a membership community all based in fitness and spirituality. And what the Fit Vibe Tribe really aims to do is to help you align to your happiest and healthiest and most fit self. So this combines spirituality and fitness to bring you the best of both worlds in everything that we do. So if you're somebody who is an entrepreneur or even somebody who just has big dreams and who wants it all, who wants to have the money and the body and the relationship and you know wants to just wake up every day and feel passionate and happy, the Fit Vibe Tribe is what is going to help you get there. So what like the biggest thing in manifestation that we have to remember when we're trying to manifest or we're trying to lead these happy lives is that we have to get out of the feelings of guilt and get out of the feelings of feeling tired or exhausted or overwhelmed. If you're living your life by that, you're going to start to manifest in things because of that, right? So the Fit Vibe Tribe really aims to bring you back into alignment daily. So depending on your mood, whether you're feeling frustrated, maybe you're feeling happy that day, or maybe you're just feeling stressed out, whatever you feel. You're going to click on the tab in your membership community and that's going to bring you to a specific workout. And before you do the workout, you're going to recite a mantra which really sets the intention for the workout. And then you're going to go through these amazing workouts which some of them are so hard. Other ones, depending on your energy, are a little bit more relaxed. And it really is based off of your intuition and based off of what you're feeling that day. So after the workout, you have a guided meditation to do, so really bringing in the spiritual ad- spirituality aspect. And of course, I had to add spiritual spirituality coaching into it. So every single month is a different theme. For month number one, it's all about connecting to your body. And you're going to learn a lot in this episode today about how to connect to your body. It's so good. But the Fit Vibe Tribe is going to bring you to that next level. So if you sign up in the month of January, you will get my course, Infinitely Abundant, completely free. Or if you join after that, um, it's $99 a month and you can cancel anytime. So message me if you're interested in this core or in the Fit Vibe Tribe, and I will give you all of the details and answer all of your questions. Anyways, let's get into the episode today. Welcome to the Infinitely Aligned Podcast with Emily Whiteside, a space dedicated to helping you elevate your next level income, impact, and confidence. This is for the babe who loves wine just as much as she loves green juice, who is ready to dive into all things manifestation, spirituality, and is unapologetic about what she desires and is ready to go get it. It's time for you to step into your power, manifest your life, and become infinitely aligned. Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Infinitely Aligned Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Emily Whiteside, and today we have a very special guest. I'm super, super excited 
for this episode today. Dorit is here and she is here to talk with us all about the menstrual cycle and productivity and all of that fun stuff. So Dorit, can you kind of explain to us before we get into the episode what it is that you do? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Emily, for having me. Super exciting. So I work with moms who are um, executives who are doing really, really well um, in the space of work, but they're really struggling at home and they're really struggling at, you know, with their relationships, whether it's their, uh, um, you know, their uh, relationships with their spouses, relationship with their children, relationships with just other human beings. And the reason is because um, in the, you know, we, we live in a world um, where finally it's allowed and it's actually also is um, encouraged for women to go out there and, you know, kick ass and really achieve more and do more and have more. And that's really amazing. I mean, we're so privileged and we're so lucky that this, you know, um, that this is available for us. But in that process, what I'm noticing is that, um, and I'm speaking uh, as, as a feminist, what happened, what happened in this process is that we have become almost like the man that we hate, <laughs> you know? So, because in order to achieve the things that we want, we had to um, play hard and we had to push harder and we had to almost like become a man in order to compete with men, with other men, right? For the rights that we have. And so, I mean, it's a, it's a bigger conversation and I'm, you know, that's not what we're going to talk about today. But really what I'm noticing is, a lot of women, the kind of the consequence of it after many, many years of this being going on, yes, we are achieving and yes, we have more money and yes, we have financial, um, you know, stability and freedom and all that. And that's beautiful. However, I see that specifically for women and, and also even more so for wives and mothers, this very often happens at the expense of their health and the expense of their relationships. And so my work is really about teaching them to engage the, the, the feminine energy that is in them because so many, for so many years and for so long, they've been operating out of this, you know, masculine energy, out of this go, 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 relentless, you know, never stopping hustle, hustle. And yes, there are results to that, which are, they might be, you know, rewarding in terms of, you know, they they have financial rewards, but then I see women burning out and they're manifesting problems with thyroid, um, hormonal imbalances, um, and also like on a mental, and, and the burnout can be really, it can be manifested on a mental level, it can be manifested on an emotional level, it can be manifested on a physical level, um, but it's very clear along, you know, across all uh, different facets of our health that women are burning out. So my work is really about, you know, if we're speaking about alignment, is bringing them back into alignment, bringing them back into themselves, um, and helping them to create a, or maybe to design uh, a life that will feel much more um, sustainable and much more aligned so that they can 
really do well and amazing at work, but they can also, you know, rocket in their relationships. They can really rocket with their kids. And, and, and that doesn't have to be one or the other. Does it make sense? Absolutely. I love that so much. And I think even from my personal experience, when you're talking kind of about like the disempowered masculine energy and then kind of stepping into that empowered feminine energy and using that in your life, it's so beneficial. And I used to be one of those people that were that was hustling all the time and I didn't even like know myself. So when I stepped back and really started to embrace the feminine and really started to just slow down and be present with my life, I felt like I found out who I actually was instead of just constantly go, go, going all the time. So that is beautiful. I love that you do that work because it's so, so needed. Before we kind of dive into the episode today, I always start the podcast off with one thing that you've manifested and then one human moment you've had. So can you kind of share with us one thing you've manifested and one human moment you've had? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I'm thinking about manifestation and I feel like because I do gratitude every single day. So to me, um, every time I feel grateful for something, I view it as something that I've manifested. So just something, you know, um, something that might sound little to, you know, to the listeners and maybe to you as well. But for me, it's huge. For me, manifestation, just recently, uh, I was able to manifest just pockets of being really in the present moment. I really struggle with this. I have three kids um, and it's really tough. It's really hard to be there with them. Um, I just recently started manifesting permission for myself to feel joy. Oh my gosh, these things are like... <laughs> I <laughs> love you, them. Yeah. When you think about that, it's it's so, I don't know, dumb. Like, why do I have to give myself permission to feel joy? But I, I see this with my clients as well. When we become, you know, the more responsibilities we have, I feel like joy and pleasure and fun and play, they become kind of like luxury when it's actually the complete opposite. And I loved uh, one of your episodes listening to you. You talked about, you know, the process of trusting yourself. And it's so true. It really does come back to, just trusting yourself. It's, 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 it's really that simple when we trust our, ourselves more and we trust that it's okay to play, that it's okay to feel joy, that it's okay to just be in the moment. Um, then everything else uh, is, you become magne- a magnetic for- force, which is, by the way, a very feminine quality. It's a feminine trait as well. Yeah. Um, yeah so that. to me, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard people say this, right? But we, t- we teach what we need to learn the most. So yes, <laughs> that's I for love me. It. And as far as, what's the second question? A human moment you've had. Oh my gosh. I have so many human moments. I know. I'm like, this is me every day. Always having human moments. <laughs> <laughs> um, a human moment Today in the morning, I woke up and, um, okay, so it started last night. Last night, my, uh, my sister-in-law and I, we went to this women's circle uh, and it was really nice. It was beautiful. We listened to a very soul-nourishing uh, uh, lecture. It was really nice. And my human moment, especially because I do this for a living, I, I work as a health coach, um, I just was 
totally blindsided with the beautiful sweet table they had there. <laughs> so it was such a good, it was a total human moment. And not to say that as a health coach, I'm not, I'm not human. It's just, you know, like you teach something and you preach and da, 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 da. And, but I was totally blindsided and I had to, you know, to try because the presentation was just out of this world. And I totally, like, I just, I, I just had so many sweets that I normally don't allow my kids to have. <laughs> I love it. I totally had a, a human moment. Um, and yeah, and of course this morning I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Uh, yeah, totally. I love that. I had a hot for me last night and I was just totally present with all of that. I was like, I'm here for it. But then this morning I opted for a vegan smoothie instead of the bagel with cream cheese that I wanted from the coffee shop. So it kind of balances it out a little bit there, but I have a huge sweet tooth. So I totally get that. I'm totally here for it. I love sweets. Um, So I love that so much. So talk to us about, because I know that today we're talking about periods. And for me, this is something I really struggled with ever since I was young. When I first got my period, I actually was super, super irregular with my period. Um, And then I lost it for a couple years because of being too skinny and going through eating disorders. And then ever since I got it back, it was very, very irregular. Like I used to get, or still do only get it, you know, sometimes only a couple times a year. This year I've actually gotten it more times than a couple. It's like the first year in my entire life that I've got it, I think like six or seven times. But every time I get my period, it's like this, I'm trying to get through it, but it used to be this like huge, like destructive thing for me. Like I didn't want it. Um, it was always coming like out of the blue and I didn't understand it. And then when I would get it, it's like everything when I was go, 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 when I was really good in the gym, when I was eating really well, as soon as my period came along, I saw all of those things kind of falling through. And I would always use it as an excuse of like why I'm eating too much or why, um, I I'm less productive and all that stuff. And I didn't really understand it. So this year I've been working to understand it a little bit more, but, um, talk to me kind of about everything about periods and productivity and how we can kind of get through this. Oh, I'd love to. Well, it's a big topic, but I'm going to try to deconstruct it a little bit. And thank you for your experience. Cause I feel like I'm going to use your, you as an example. So first of all, what we as women need to understand, and that's where the sustainability piece comes in very, very strong. We need to understand that our body um, is constantly communicating with us. It's co- and it wants what's, what's best for us, right? So in that sense, um, it is our ally. And it's, it's not our... Um, it's not there to... Um, to get us, or it's not there to punish us, if that makes sense. Because a lot of times I hear women in my practice say things like, I feel like my body betrays me all the time. I feel like my body is letting me down. So really it's, it's this, maybe it's a mindset shift that we need to do first and foremost, um, cultivate a really loving and compassionate relationship with our bodies, right? Because we, it's not separate. It's not like we have this consciousness. So, so in that sense, our body is an ally. It's not there to get us or to, um, you know, to make us feel um, bad or... Because um, I, I, I hear a lot of my clients say things like, um, 
I feel like my body is betraying me all the time. My body is constantly coming to get me. It's constantly slowing me down, which by the way, is a sign. If the body is already, if the body has to physically slow you down, listen to it. Listen, you know, there is a reason why it does that. So, so um, it's a really a healthy relationship with the body. This is number one. Um, and then number two, when it comes to sustainability, understanding that there is a difference between us as females and, and males. And when I talk about that, a really important, it's really important for me to explain to people that it's not about hating men. It's really about understanding that we were created different and being, a, being different does not imply inferiority. We're not inferior because we're different and we are not inferior or less than because we were created female. No, it's just that, you know, we have ovaries (laughs) as females. We've been, you know, that's what we have. That's how we were created by, you know, the beautiful design that it is, you know, life or God or universe or whatever you want to call it. And the more, the, the faster you come to understand it and embrace it, the better you, the better off you'll be. I love that. And so this is number one. And I mean, that's the, the kind of like the, you know, that's the next step. And then the step after that is, okay, tell me, teach me about my body. Let me understand my biology. So the way the female cycle works, and when I refer to the female cycle, I want to talk about um, the regular menstrual cycle and we can talk about your situation which is a little bit different but definitely you know need we need to also address that as well so when i refer to the menstrual cycle i refer to the regular a regular cycle which is roughly between 28 to maybe 30 32 days and it it really doesn't matter how many days as long as it's regular if it's 28 days but it's regular every time it's 28 you know every cycle it's 28 then that is healthy. If it's 34 days, but it's regular every 34 days, that's healthy as well. It's really, um, you know, a rough estimate. And so in the, fem- in the female cycle, what happens is there are actually four phases. So we've been taught, um, I think, culturally in, in our cu- culture that that our period is our is the main event. <laughs> well, maybe that's the most visible event because you can actually see it and feel it. But actually, there are four other phases that have, you know, when you understand the energy, the energetics of them, you know, life, for me at least, you know, my own personal life and my life, the lives of my clients, it, it complete, it's life-changing. It's life-changing. So here's how it works. So there are four phases. So it all begins in the follicular phase, which is roughly about five, let's say a week. I kind of like divide every phase into a week, but it's really rough, rough estimates. So let's say it's a week after you just finished your period. So that is a time. So if we talk about it in terms of like periods of productivity, this is a great time and pay attention also, you know, in, inside of your body, how it feels. This is a great time for 
newness. So if you think about, if you think, if you correlate that with the seasons, that would be the season of spring, right? Things are kind of like just emerging. Also, you can, you can call this phase, the phase of emergence. So that's a great time for um, just dreaming and journaling and just like doodling ideas or just allowing your creative juices and flow um, to just, you know, to be completely unleashed. Uh, so it's a great time for journaling. It's a great time for maybe brainstorming some new projects or maybe new challenges or maybe whatever it is, some social media market, whatever it is that, you know, new ideas that you want to bring to the world, to birth into the world. First, you know, you need to go through this phase of creation, which is the phase of emergence, right? And so the same happens inside of our menstrual cycle. So in terms of, you know, th talking about productivity, it would be a great time for, um, depending on the projects that you want to do, let's say, uh, give me an idea of a project that you, you've been recently working on. I'm working on the FitVibe tribe right now. Okay. And what is that? So it's just like a membership community for workouts and stuff like that. Okay. So before it even is a thing, you have to brainstorm ideas, right? How it's going to look like. And so how, you know, is it going to be for women? Is it going to be for men? You know, um, there, you know, what niche are you going to position yourself, right? So all of those things are going to be ideal to do in the follicular phase because the energetics of that time is going to support your brain, is going to support your body. Um, and of course, there's also... If you've ever heard about uh, the work of, um, of uh, oh my gosh, Alisa Vitti, uh, she wrote the book, The Woman Code, and she talks about something called cycle thinking. So meaning not only do you have the en energetics to each one of the, those phases, you can actually tap into the specific nutrients that your body needs during each one of those phases. And that's when you do that, can you see how you are actually optimizing every one of the phases in order to tap into the, you know, the energy of each one of them? And from that place, you are just going to be unstoppable, right? So in terms of nutrients for that period, it's a great time for things that are highest in terms of in their life force so green smoothies green juices raw vegetables salads that kind of stuff is great for that time of the month okay love it the next step the next phase is going to be the phase of ovulation so roughly day 14 also known as the phase of visibility if you think about uh the seasons that would be the season of summer right everything is in full bloom if you thought, if, you, if we're talking about productivity in terms of like how to show up for your clients, um, so whatever this membership community that you're working on, it's already ready. You have some, you know, content recorded. It's ready to be visible in, and be put in front of people. You're ready to enroll people into the program, into the membership community, right? So it's all ready to go. You you are ready to accept. You're ready to be visible. You're like. You know, I'm out there visible, you know, here <laughs> I am <laughs> trying to stop me, right? So that's the energy of this phase. Um, if you think about it biologically, this is the time when you're primed for conception. So you are magnetic uh, during that time of the month. And so in terms of 
Um, uh, in terms of projects, this is the time to make phone calls. This is the time to make sales calls. This is the time to do, you know, your Facebook lives, your Instagram lives, whatever it is that you need to do in order to be in front of people. This is a great time of the month for that. Um, in terms of food, um, this is even a, a more important time of the month to eat, uh, you know, as raw as possible. Because if you think about it, when the body is ready for conception, this is what is going to take the majority uh, amount of um, energy that is, you know, there's a lot of energy that is required for to conceive. Even if you're not planning to conceive, energetically, the body is it's doing that, right? I mean, whether you want it or not, it's happening. And so what we need to do is we need to be feeding our body in, to support whatever is happening into and and not you know the other way mm-hmm. so if we eat foods that are you know um very difficult to digest and break down what this is going to do it's actually going to detract energy and it may it's going to make us feel sluggish and i've noticed in myself sometimes you know um another human moment it doesn't always work <laughs> work and you know then cravings kick in and you know, life happens, I have noticed that not only do does my energy drop on that specific day, or, you know, that period of the month, I, it actually, the effect of it gets dragged on sometimes up to like five days. So the effects of food are, I'm just like, it's mind blowing how we, we think that, okay, I'm just going to have that can that, uh, you know, that cookie and, you know, and by tomorrow, my body is going to kind of like, you know, get rid of it, or I'm going to poop it out. It's so (laughs) wrong to think like that, because it literally, especially if you're someone who, you know, your metabolism is slow to begin with, and you just have a predisposition for, you know, um, imbalances in in terms of your blood sugar, uh, and your hormones are out out of whack, it really is important to be even more diligent with, you know, the way you eat. And so my passion is about teaching women how to match, you know, mix and match their, how they eat uh, with where they are in their menstrual cycle, because then it gives you, gives you a framework. And that's where the sustainability piece is really, really crucial because it's not this, you know, new food dogma or, or a trend that is out there. It's, it's your design, it's your build, it's your biology and it never changes. Right. It's all about listening to your body. I have a question actually. So in terms of like when you're at this phase in your, your menstrual cycle, I always tell people like in terms of exercise that you're going to go through phases too. And a lot of that, since my period is a little bit different. It's hard. Um, it's different. I listen to my body, but for people who do have like a regular cycle, would you say that their, their workouts during this time would be more like high paced, high energy circuit style workouts? Yeah. Beautiful question. Yes. And it's, and I'm glad that you're, you're kind of like picking on that because this is exactly how it should be. Like this is, once you understand this, can you see like so many things in, in your life will start to rearrange the way you eat, the way you exercise, the way you socialize, the, yeah. you know, everything changes the way you do business, the way you interact with people, everything changes. And so absolutely in, you know, beginning in the follicular phase, going into ovulation, this is the time to really 
kick ass at the gym or whatever workouts you're doing. You know, it's a great time for running. It's a great time for, you know, heavy lifting. It's a great time for high intensity, that kind of stuff, because the body has the energy to support you. I always right? feel that after my period. I feel like as soon as my period is over, I feel this like new wave of energy. Yes. And my workouts like skyrocket. And I used to really judge myself when I would have those weeks where I was super, super good in the gym. And then, you know, my period would come back and it would all fall. And I was like, oh my God, I'm just, I have no willpower. I have no motivation. So for me, like really learning about my body and learning to listen to my body has not only helped my workouts, but really helped me inside, like feel better and not feel as guilty and unworthy. Right. And then that would be a total waste of your energy because it's not, and, and I hear clients say this all the time, like, why can I just stick to like one eating, you know, eating style or eating dogma or like, um, women tell me like, I want, I love keto, but why can't I just stick to it? Like there always, something always happens and cravings kick in. And I just, you know, I slip off the wagon and, and I tell them that first of all, you, you need to understand that in the war between reasoning and logic and the body, the body will always win. Biology will always win. So you need to understand what is happening in your body. If you are in your ovulatory phase, then you will do really well. You know, a lot of people begin their health, you know, their health journey or changes in the, in those, you know, between, um, those two weeks after the period, because they really feel amazing. And a lot of things begin to kind of, um, wean during the, other two weeks, you know, coming closer to your, to our period. And so people, you know, these feelings kind of start to creep in, like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I stick to anything? Um, you know, why, and, and the shame and the guilt and all these feelings. And again, it's not that there is anything wrong with you. It's not that the body is betraying you. It's just that you don't understand it. Right. So that's where I was talking about earlier. That's your body. You need to understand your body is there to serve you, but you need to understand its language. And the language of the body is feelings, emotions, physical symptoms. You know, that these are, this is the language of the body. So yeah, to, to kind of, uh, to whatever you just said, it's beautiful. And it's really unnecessary, especially as women. I feel like it's, it's amazing. Like, let's compare the men and and women they don't have that kind of report card every month right and i'm seeing more i'm so excited i see more and more um health professionals talking about the menstrual cycle as being the fifth the fifth vital sign like it's that important wow i can give you an example from my own experience um a couple of months ago, I started seeing more um, blood clots in my menses. And it was strange because I've never had blood clots before. And so I paid attention and I just kind of slowed down and I did some research and I realized that um, blood clots very often, and again, as we age, our metabolism changes, right? And our hormones change and a lot of things changes. Plus, you know, our environment is so toxic. So what happens is um, our body becomes more sensitive. And especially, I know in my case, I'm very sensitive to gluten. 
So I said, let me experiment. I'm just going to remove gluten just for a month. Cold turkey. I'll just do that. So I did that. And the next time I got my period, I had like 70% less blood clots. I still had a little bit, but I noticed how my body responded. And so I'm like, okay, meaning I'm on the right track. So I did it another month. And the next time I did it, I almost didn't have any blood clots. So uh-huh. in, can you see how when we understand the language of the body, then everything all of a sudden just becomes easier. And that's when I feel like a lot of us women, we really step into the flow of things. Yeah. That's when life really feels aligned. Right. Okay? I love that. Yeah. So, so that's the second phase. And then the most challenging phase for a lot of women is the luteal phase. So if we're talking about it in terms of the seasons, uh, that would be fall and autumn. Um, and in terms of the, the creation, in terms of the four phases of creation, that would be the phase of culmination. So let's say you've been out there, you've done all these Facebook lives and da da da. You've been, you know, you've been visible to people, to your tribe, to your clients. Now it's time to actually deliver. Now it's time to culminate the project. Now it's the time to actually show up for them, to give them support, to just, you know, finish that project that you wanted, that you, you know, the service that you wanted to offer. Um, In terms of food, um, that is the time when the body begins to have many more, much more craving for um, denser foods. So no more salads, no more green smoothies, shakes, you know, no no more that, but you, you might see craving for soups and stews and chilies and maybe meat uh you know if you eat meat um uh or maybe like a denser if you're a vegetarian or vegan a denser um type of protein um less raw food more cooked food that's when it begins and the reason why reason for that is because during that time your progesterone levels drop and um, you begin, your body is beginning to create the, that, um, the, the menstrual lining to, become, to, sh- to begin to shed out of the body. And so that on its own, if you think about it in terms of energy, it requires a lot of energy, right? And a lot of minerals are going to be depleted. So your body will start, so you, start you, will, you will begin to crave foods that are higher in minerals, not so much vitamins. Vitamins are important when you're just building, when you're just, you know, that life force that was necessary. That is when you need food that is not cooked, food that is raw, food that has a lot of enzymes present in it, right? So you need the foods that is not going to be cooked raw mostly. But once you shift into the second phase, into the, the other two phases, um, that's when the body begins to require more minerals. Um, and, and also a lot of women tell me, I just become so much more hungrier. Like I just, I, I want to eat more. I want to eat my entire fridge. And, you know, if I'm used to, let's say one portion during that phase of the month, I'll often have two yeah. <laughs> or maybe one and a half. And I want to say, ladies, that's normal. That's how it should be. So stop wasting energy, beating yourself up and feeling like something is wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. This is just the way it should be. You should not be, you know, just one number on a scale all the time. 
right. should be constantly changing. Um, and, and I want us to, you know, to embrace more of that because the more we embrace that, the less, you know, there is room for, you know, that, um, you know, living out of alignment, living like I'm out of the flow, like I don't have flow, like something is inherently wrong with me. And no, the reason, the true reason is that is just that we don't understand how to interpret that, the language of the body. Many, many women tell me that in terms of like their mood and energy, that is the hardest time because they become snappier. They feel like they don't want to interact with people, you know, um, they begin to kind of retreat and, and, and drop deeper into themselves. Um, they, like, if you're a mom, if you're a wife, uh, a lot of, a lot of us might feel like we are not very nice people. <laughs> so we might yell more and snap more and to just, um, you know, kind of like, um, it's almost like, your personality changes and sometimes it happens overnight. Like for example, for me, I can be really like the sweet mom as much as I can. Again, human moments, you know, <laughs> a lot of them. Um, but then all of a sudden, like overnight or even like during the day, I, I just sometimes like, it just like consumes me. And some, like what I feel in my body is that something is like literally pulls me down. Yeah. Right. So the more you live, the more when I guide women through this process, there is this deep listening and deep attunement that is being uh, cultivated and you begin to pay attention. And you and a lot of women tell me, like, how did I not know this my entire life? Like this should have been taught to me at school when I just got my period so that I could, you know, build my life around it because so much depends on that right? The, on the understanding of it. Um, did I talk about food? Yeah, I talked about the Yeah, you talked about food. And I think even for this, like what's really important during this phase is, so when I was going on my journey of like living happier and living more positively during this time, I felt like I was really challenging that a lot because I was, I, mm -hmm. I felt angrier almost. And I felt a little bit more negative when I'm really like genuinely a positive person. And I wake up feeling positive, but during this phase, I really like, I wake up maybe feeling a little bit more agitated, more irritated. Mm -hmm. So what I have found is like gearing my morning routine around that and not trying to necessarily fix it so much. I felt like I went through a, a phase where I was always, when I was right before I got my period, I was always trying to get out of that negative mindset and always trying to like be happier like I was the week before. But for me, what really helped with that is just being like, it's okay to be irritated sometimes. It's okay to short circuit sometimes. It's okay to be in that energy. Um, but I'm not going to make a story around it. I'm not going to make it mean that I'm going to be a failure and that, you know, everybody's going to hate me. I'm just going to learn to kind of adapt to it. So that's really helped and then during this phase as well, do you usually like for me, I'm doing more like yoga. I'm doing more yoga in my house too, because I just don't want to be around people. Yeah. Is that right during that totally. time? Totally. That's exactly how it should be. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you are already kind of intuitively living like this. Yeah. So maybe hopefully now, now that you actually know the, you know, the, 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 the mechanics of it you will give yourself more, more and more permission and, you know, give yourself the space to, you know, to, to 
to feel more compassion to feel more compassion and kindness towards yourself because the other feelings are not serving you right so when I talk about, you know, engaging more of your feminine, this is it. Because when you're living in the feminine, you're giving yourself permission to feel more. Mm-hmm. And feelings and emotions are versatile, you know. I mean, it's a rainbow, right? There's a rainbow of emotions that, are, that exist in the world. It's not only happy, sad, you know, uh, and angry. There's so much more. And so this is, you know, when you understand this and you, <coughs> excuse me, really build yourself and organize your life around this, then what happens is you will begin to be more mindful in terms of which, uh, let's say, work tasks you give yourself, um, you put on your calendar to do during this phase of the month, right? So you're not going to put, for example, I feel like when I do, when I schedule Facebook lives for myself or um, Instagram, you know, to be active on Instagram very often, I am not going to, I'm not going to fulfill that commitment to myself. Yeah. And in the, in the past, I used to, I used to be so hard on myself when I didn't understand. Now I'm like, well, I should have known better. I should have not scheduled it for my luteal phase, you know? And then when you also feed yourself in alignment, that's when you're actually tapping into like more energy as opposed to less. So when you, when you don't eat ice cream during, you know, don't, you know, when you, avoid anything that is cold and anything that um, is, you know, is cooling and, and, and the body doesn't need or doesn't crave during that period of the time, you're actually, you know, really helping yourself to tap into the little energy that is left during that phase. This is a great time, by the way, um, to do analytical thinking. So if you need to go, like, if you need to do your taxes, if you need to, like, uh, go into, like, the numbers of your business, this is a great time to do that. Like, any analytical kind of work uh, is really going to be great during the, the luteal phase. So that is the luteal phase. And then right after that, you know, about a week after, we're going to get our uh, menses. And the menstrual phase, it, like I said, that's not when it begin, where it all begins. That's where it just all culminates, right? That's where it all ends. And then you're going to start, uh, you're going to uh, get a new cycle. So in the menstrual phase, that is the time that for us women, we are encoded for rest. This is, and a lot of female, a lot of women and females feel like they just want to check out of life during that time. <laughs> and that's normal. You know, and I love that you're wearing a, a red sweater because we're talking about periods today. <laughs> um, but that is actually, ladies, how it should be. So stop beating yourself up for it. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, okay, Dorit, thank you. Thank you for sharing this. And it's all brilliant. But I still need to get up and go to work. And I have responsibilities. And I get that. I mean, I work mostly with women who are really, really, really busy. You know, they have busy households and they have, they have very you know, busy and successful careers. So I'm not here to say, okay, just schedule in your calendar two days where you're taking, when, where you're taking off. Although this is like an, in an ideal world, that's what you would do. And I think 
from the time you learn something like this, give yourself the permission to go through a few cycles to, you know, to recalibrate, recalibrate because it takes time. You know, you might have been scheduling, you know, pre-scheduling something in your calendar, maybe sometimes six months at a time. So don't just stop, you know, don't just start like erasing everything, but just like begin to be more mindful of it. Like, for example, when I plan my week, the first thing I write is which day I am I on my cycle. Like that's the first thing I do. Second thing is where, where is the moon positioned right now? Because as women, we have a very intricate relationship with the moon. The, this is actually, it's, it's interesting. We're shifting in there because that is the best way for women to, um, to regulate themselves or step into the rhythm of things, you know, to feel cyclical when they don't have a normal period, when they don't have a regular period. So for example, somebody like yourself, uh, Emily, I highly recommend for you to um, do some research, you know, in terms of like lunar calendars and lunar, lunar living mm -hmm. and really find, because there's so much, um, the moon really uh, affects anything that is, um, that any body of water would be affected by the moon. And so when you, you know, because we are 70% water and we also menstruate, men are, by the way, affected by the moon as well, as well. But men respond mostly to the sun because sun responds to testosterone, right? So, um, sorry, the other way around. Testosterone responds to the sun. So when sun is up, uh, your testosterone levels are, is going to be up, which is why men uh, you know, the nine to five um, that we now have, you know, the work day, that's mostly designed to accommodate the men's waking system, right? The men's energetics. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, sun is up, their energy is up. So around, around nine o'clock, that's when they're at their peak. And when the sun starts to set, it's going to be around five o'clock. That's when the energy, their energy weans. And so the nine to five ladies, <laughs> that's why so many of you are really burning out from this nine to five, nine to five kind of, you know, work day. And, and I see now more and more companies like companies like Google and Facebook and, uh, you know, other high tech companies, they are starting to understand how the female, um, you know, reproductive system works and they begin to, uh, allow their, you know, their female employees to, to ask for, you know, um, a slower pace or for, um, not, not that rigid of commitments during the, the days when they, you know, they bleed. Um, That's they amazing. might, I yeah, know. I know it's, it's incredible. I know. So they can ask maybe not necessarily for a day off, but they could ask, you know, for like, um, to be, to do, activities that are not like high leverage or not le not like super super important right maybe some admin stuff or maybe even ask like half maybe work half a day but the point is it, it, it's really to tap into our um biology which is encoded especially for females for rest right this is a time that we need to rest. This is the time to slow down. This is literally the time to do nothing. 
nothing productive. <laughs> yeah, nothing productive or nothing that seems quote unquote productive, right? This is not the time for efficiency. This is a time for just being bored and rest. So uh, Emily, do you have kids? No, I don't have kids. Okay. So, but, but you probably have heard that it's really healthy for children to get bored, right? Yeah. And even for adults, it's actually healthy. And that is the reason because boredom and, you know, the, this static state of the mind, it's actually healthy because it is not uh, our brain uh, and, and our productivity um, actually lowers. Richard shows that, that, that our productivity lowers when our brain is constantly busy. So the busier we are, actually, the lower, the, the, the less we are able to produce and the less we are able to create and the less creative we're able to be. So those empty pockets of times are actually super, super beneficial and they're super healthy and they're, they're good for you. And I love how in the female body, we are, this is like in our DNA, like this is encoded in our biology, the slowing down. So I, I, and it just breaks my heart to see women, you know, let's say when I go to the gym and I, you know, sometimes I eavesdrop on like conversations and, and there would be those women who are really operating out of their masculine and they would, you know, have this conversation between them. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Or I just got my period yesterday, but you know, she still shows up for this high intensity class and she pushes herself through and then she's so proud of herself and she's either really, really proud of herself or she's like completely like, you know, so tired that she has zero energy for herself, for her relationships, for her partner, for her kids, for her, for her work. Like, and she doesn't understand like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? You know? And that is basically the four, these are the four phases of our menstrual cycle. These are, you know, the, the, the periods of productivity that we have. And the more we're able to organize our life and our work and our relationships and our exercise and the way we eat and the way we show up to this life, the more we can do that in alignment and using your word <laughs> with that, um, the healthier we'll be. The, the happier we'll be, uh, you know, we'll be more joyful. Our relationships are going to be much more fulfilling and satisfying. And we're actually going to be able to make more money, you know? Yes. This is just, that's going to be the result of all of that. Absolutely. So, and I think that giving yourself like permission is everything. Like you were talking about permission in the very beginning, but like just realizing like we're not men. And then a lot of our society is really masculine driven right now, even in business, like the way that, you know, there's strategies out there in business. For me, like when you're talking about the menses cycle and the luteal phase and everything like that, for me, it's like, since I work for myself, I can really like shift my work around that. But I used to beat myself up all the time because those were the times when I was like, I, I know I should be going live. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. But all I wanted to do was sleep. All I wanted to do was relax. So just giving yourself the permission and just like, you know, we get in our heads a lot. We, we're very ego driven a lot of the times if we're in our masculine energy. So I think um, just allowing yourself to have that rest in any way that you can. I mean, you, like you said, like a lot of women do have jobs. They do have, you know, these, these stressful 
lives that they lead. Um, but even if that's like, okay, I'm going to skip the gym and I'm going to take a bubble bath instead of the gym today, or I'm going to just do some stretches at home, or you know, I'm going to take the first hour of my morning. And instead of doing this, this, and this, I'm going to let myself just lay in my bed for a little bit longer and, you know, not get up as early. I think just the permission aspect of it is super important. Yeah, when you said something about should, shooting, shooting, um, I think like that's, that's like, at least in my practice, what I see, this is like the cancer of, <laughs> of women, right. like the shooting, the feeling like uh, I should be doing more or I'm not doing enough or, you know, I, and, 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 and in the menstrual cycle, when you understand how it's designed, it's, it's just, a lot of one of my clients said, she said, I can finally exhale and stop feeling guilty for everything and stop feeling like everything is my fault. Mm-hmm. And like this, you know, my, my, ha- my house, my, my relationships, like it's all crumbling because of me. No. And, you know, this is, again, we're, we're kind of like stepping into um, a different topic here, but it's really important to understand the difference between men and women's psyche. You know, when, when a man is, um, you know, struggling, he very often would blame the world for, um, you know, for whatever is happening. And I'm not saying, you know, if it's right or wrong, but it's just the natural tendency that men have. Whereas as females, very often when something goes off or when we feel out of alignment, very often we would internalize it as being our fault. So right there, there is a very, you know, it's, it's just very different in terms of how we experience life and how we experience the world. And I think the more we understand ourselves as women, as females, as, you know, um, as being more in the feminine, the, the more productive we can be actually the more you know good we can bring in bring into the world into the world the the more um of service we can actually be to the world because then you're actually step stepping into your greatness you're owning who you truly are right so yeah i think i think it's really it's it this is why i said once you really embrace that it's life-changing. It, it really is. It really, I love that so much. Thank you. I have one question to actually ask you. So mm-hmm. for me personally, um, I was on birth control for, you know, a, a good amount of my life. Like I think like maybe like four or five years. And um, I got off of that simply because I just felt like I didn't know what was wrong, but I felt like just outside of myself a lot. I felt like it just wasn't natural. I felt like I couldn't connect to my body. Do you feel like with hormonal birth control, do you feel like that can have an effect on, you know, this entire like phase and sequence and connecting to your body? Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to answer this question like this. You know, when you said, do you feel, so that's actually not the right word. You should ask me, do you know, because this is actually science, scientifically proven today, that the birth control pill, what it does, even if you bleed, this is not a real bleed. This is a synthetic bleed. Your body is triggered to bleed. It's not its natural rhythm. 
And so what happens many often clients who are using the birth control or are, have the IUD, the Mirena IUD, very often they would describe the, their, this feeling as feeling like they're out of touch, feeling yeah. like, they're, like they're not connected to themselves or they're not connected to their body because truly this is what's happening. It's, it's that you are so um, pumped with synthetic hormones that are not a part of who you are and your body now has to work extra hard to first of all understand what's going on there to recalibrate your hormones to recalibrate your digestive system to recalibrate your nervous system to recalibrate your you know your body mind spirit and, and whatever is happening there there's just so much happening and i think like the end result of it might be what you just described feeling like like what what is happening to me i don't i don't recognize myself anymore who am i right and so yeah that's where this is really it's a very deep and inner work and it requires courage many times very often you know people come to me you know women would start um you know that would I book a discovery call with me and they would share with me that they're on birth control or Miran IUD and all that. And when I tell them and I explain them that this is why it's happening, they agree, but then they just disappear because it's a huge step, right? Um, to actually take it out or stop using birth controls because they're, you know, the, you value what this gives you so much more than getting yourself back. So I, by the way, no judgment. I myself, um, I have the IUD. I have the copper IUD. I haven't yet taken it out. Um, it's on my to-do. It's on my, you know, <laughs> it's one of the things that I need to do because I know that it's not, um, that it's not doing good to my body, um, mm -hmm. but it takes time. It really does. So um, this is where like, you know, the, the permission and the, the piece of compassion and kindness to yourself, it's, it's really important. And also understanding that we as women, we're not linear, we're cyclical beings yeah. and we are constantly changing and evolving. And even if you can just do 1% better, like from this entire conversation, if you can just do 1% better, if you can just be 1% better than you were yesterday when you did not know this stuff, if you can do that, you are already successful. You're already that. successful. That is so true. And to even go off of like the birth control, it's like when I decided it is a, it's a big step and it's not something, you know, you can, you have to do what you're comfortable with and there's no right and there's no wrong. But when, for me personally, I knew for a couple of years that it was affecting my body. I was just afraid to go off of it. But once I gave myself permission to do that, and I'm not like suggesting anybody out there has to do it or anything like that. But when I gave myself permission to do it, I felt like I could deeply connect with my body and I could really understand like, it was just so weird. It was just like the deepest level of connection I had ever felt, not only to me, but like to the universe. And um, I don't know, it was a good step for me. It was like a catalyst. Like once I got off of that, I started to like really like lose the weight. I started to 
um, or stopped stress eating a lot because I was changing my behaviors as well. And then I created a business and the rest was history. So I give a lot of that to kind of like listening to my body and getting off of birth control. And I don't think everything was because of getting off of birth control, but it really allowed me to connect a little bit deeper. But oh my gosh, I learned so much today. So thank you so much for sharing all of this amazing information that every single one of us females can take with us and hopefully start to incorporate in our everyday lives and see massive success because of it. Can you share with us where we can find you, anything that you have coming up that people can connect to you with? Yeah, for sure. Thank you. So I'm a podcaster as well, and I'm excited to uh, have you on my show tomorrow. Um, So my podcast is called The Confident, Energized, and Sexy Mama Show. Um, We're into 140 episodes now, so that's exciting. Um, And we talk all about womanhood, feminine uh, feminine power. We talk about food and, and health and fitness and emotions, psychology, like all of that good stuff we talk about. Um, so you, I'm happy to, you know, if your listeners can also check me out on my podcast. Uh, I'm also very active on Instagram. So my handle is at Dorit Palvanov Coaching. I'm going to spell it out for you because I know it's a handful. So D-O-R-I-T. And uh, my last name is P-A-L-V-A-N-O-V. And then coaching. And it's all one word. Dorit Palvanov Coaching. Uh, You can find me on on Facebook. Dorit Palvanov. My Facebook group is called Confident, Energized, and Sexy Mama's Village. Um, and in terms of anything new that is happening in my world is, uh, I, I have a beautiful masterclass that I have created for anybody who is, um, you know, a a woman in business and he, she has a very busy life, whether you have a family or, you know, you just have a super, super busy and full schedule this would uh, this can help you. So you can head on over to my website. It's uh, doritpalvanov.com. Again, D-O-R-I-T-P-A-L-V-A-N-O-V.com forward slash energy dash masterclass. So you're going to learn the three best, the three steps to get your energy back after getting married, getting, you know, getting your kids or starting your business or anything else that require that takes your energy from you, you will learn those three steps. Oh my gosh. Thank it. you so much, you guys. And I'll um, put all of that in the show notes so you can easily just click on it. So you don't have to take any notes or any, anything down. Thank you so, so much for being on this episode today. I had so much fun. I learned so much and I just absolutely love your work. Thank you so much, Emily. If you guys are loving this episode, make sure you screenshot it and you can tag both of us on Instagram and we would love, love, love to send you the positive energy back. Have a great day, guys, and I will catch you in the next episode.